Welcome to the Right Run the Geek Show episode number 1 where we discuss about education. This is your host Vishnu and I welcome you all to this first very very first episode of the show. I hope you all had a very good week and I sure did. So let's get started. the guy who gave the ted talk on procrastination oh yeah that's some good stuff yeah he has a blog called wait but why he writes about he writes long long posts about stuff you know scientific stuff he does a lot of research and all that he wrote about elon musk and spacex i was reading it it was interesting stuff elon musk my favorite guy lion <laughs> man real lion man so once i wanted to become an aeronautical engineer as well but see where i ended up <laughs> You know actually it's funny that you brought that up because uh, I think a few days ago I was just checking my slam book school slam book of course my school slam book because you know in college people are mature enough to not care about it so there is a section in that slam book uh, where you have to write about your aspirations and dreams mm-hmm. and uh, I can see that a lot of my friends have written they want to be a musician or pilot dancer actor or an artist but See where they are now. They are working nine to five. What happened to their aspirations and dreams? Yeah, now that you mention it, even I would have written a lot of stuff in someone else's slam book. And look at where am I now? Human beings are born curious. They want answers. But schools turn them into answering machines. They mold them into becoming followers of rules instead of being creators. Creativity is as important as literacy. Most institutions have a hierarchy of subjects that go from math, science, humanities, and art. Art given the least preference. We need to learn to make a living out of our interest, not to make something else our profession. People live life waiting for weekends because they don't love what they do. There exists a fast food model of education. It is standardized and not personalized. 
Each student has his own aspirations. We need to customize education for them. So what you just heard was my interpretation of Sir Ken Robinson's talk from 2006, TED Talk. It is one of the most viewed talks with over 40 million views or something. And you know what's the title of the talk? No. It's called School Kills Creativity. That sounds familiar. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, for me too. I mean, if you look back, the things that you've learned, most of the things, and the kind of work that you're doing today to support your life, I think there's a huge gap. There certainly is, you know, it, I think it's like Niagara Falls, right? You look from the US side, it's a different view and you look from the Canada side, it's a different, it's another view, right? It, I don't all... think so. It's almost the same view, right? Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> That's not the right way to start a podcast. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Okay, so, okay, maybe I should think about, uh, think about some other. Yeah, example, while you right? think about it. Let's, Let's just, <laughs> you know, discuss about today's education conditions. Okay, I'm in. So, I watched that talk. It was awesome. So, basically, there are many points that he touches uh, throughout the course of the talk. But who is he exactly? Oh, he's a writer and uh, speaker from uh, United Kingdom. He's settled in LA. He He's a knight, actually. He's a, sir. He's a sir. Whoa. Yeah. So he's done some big contribution towards educational reforms and stuff like that. And his TED Talk, it's just brilliant. Basically, you're saying that uh, he almost got killed by the queen, right? Almost got killed by the queen? Placing yeah. the sword on the knight's <laughs> look, shoulder? Look at what happened to Ed Sheeran. Oh man, that was bad. <laughs> we'll have a lot of editing to do. Yeah, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go and see the latest pictures of Ed Sheeran. You'll find a scar on his face and go and do some research on how that happened. Anyway, coming back to the point. So he touches various excellent points on how schools are kind of killing creativity in students. One of the first points he mentions is all the students, when we were kids, we were all inquisitive by nature, right? We were curious about stuff. We always had questions. I remember when I was a kid, I had a lot of questions like, why don't mangoes grow in coconut tree? I mean, how wow. do you... That's an interesting question, man. I mean, <laughs> I want to know why. Wait, you seriously had that question in your mind? Go and ask dad. Seriously? You go and ask him. <laughs> oh I did ask God. this question. I was not that weird. Man, it's a valid question, right? You are look, seeing mangoes are always going on mango trees. Why not on coconut tree? Why are different fruit there? It's a valid question, man. <laughs> That's something new. Okay, anyways. But what happens when a kid like me who had all these kind of questions, was put into school. Hmm. You're not encouraged to ask questions there. What happens instead? You're given some material to learn. You have to learn it. Next day, you have to come and answer teacher's question. And after a few weeks or months, you give a test just reproducing whatever you learned. You're just becoming something like a robot, right? You are being fed information. And you... It's like AI. You're learning, you're learning, and you're just doing what, what you learn. There is no creative thinking... Or going beyond studies, right? So, that is what is the problem with current educational system. That's what 
he talks about throughout his talk so looking at where we are sitting right now i would have wanted to be something else i wanted to be an aeronautical engineer once as i mentioned earlier but see where i ended up i am not regretting that but probably if i was given a proper educational push when i was in school and college would have been something else so i agree with that uh, so the thing what happens in school is that it's uh, it's basically an assembly line which creates answering machines we are expected to answer we are not supposed to question so uh, yeah even my experience speaking about my schooling days it 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 was fun it was so much fun and i i still miss it it was it used to be the best days of my life but the thing was what i i actually didn't learn anything that that uh, helped me with my career as of now i wanted to be a musician i i was very much uh, impressed with the uh, western rock music and all that so it it prompted me to learn guitar and i wanted to be a musician uh, and choose music as a career but because there was no particular curriculum for that i ended up following you and i took up science so again in 12th i realized it was a mistake and i knew that no matter what happens i wouldn't end up being an engineer so uh, and then we moved to bangalore and luckily i got into christ university one of the most prestigious commerce universities in india and uh, again i made a mistake of taking bcom honors i mean why was that a mistake bcom honors it's an honor of the yes, course it, right? it sounds it sounds really <laughs> good but the thing was it's it's not something that i wanted to study if if given a choice to go back and do something else i would have taken literature or something i understand arts. what you say but i have a question there at any point even before college or before just before joining did you really know what you wanted to be <laughs> not at all not at all so probably that is the main difference between your education and mine for me i, I think around 8th 8th standard or 9th standard i knew that i want to be an engineer i mean the reason was that one of our elder brothers yeah. is an engineer so i wanted to follow his footsteps i always was intrigued what an engineer was i always thought it was some fiddling with wires and all that stuff which is it isn't it is in some cases so i wanted to be an engineer but i didn't know what engineer so when i was giving my entrance and i cleared my entrance exam i was being i was told that you know electronics and communication is the best stream out there it has a lot of opportunities and stuff so even without really know, i knew it was engineering but i didn't know which course to take hmm. so in that way yes i i had no clue i took electronics i thought it is the best one even during our college days like ec students were considered you know a different league because most of the high ranking students come to ec but after four years of college and almost seven and a half years of my okay. professional life i can say that it doesn't mean a thing okay because <laughs> the guy who sits next to me my very close friend he is a mechanical engineer and he is a 14 years into development of asp.net applications wow. so mechanical engineer becomes a asp.net developer so anyone can do it right so me taking ec again that being said if i go back if i can go back and take something else i would probably take something computer science applied computer science which has more hands on stuff like maybe and mca yeah bcmc applied electronics whatever it is i mean applied computer science not electronics 
I think I've got a funny story, you know, uh, back in, I don't know which year it was. 98 is when. 98, 98 yeah. Uh, Abhishek, the cousin uh, who influenced you to take engineering. Yeah. He and his dad had come down for counseling, counseling right? After uh, the entrance exam. So, I remember everyone going like, oh my God, he is studying engineering. He's going to be an engineer. So, I think engineering is a stream which was hyped up a lot. Mm-hmm. Even medicine for that, uh, for that sake. So, uh, because of that, I think uh, about 10 years later, almost, not 10 years, around 8 years later, I, I got into 11th grade, right? So, uh, I took science. But the thing was, I used to have dreams. This actually happened. <laughs> I, I used to have dreams that I took commerce and I used to freak out a lot. Oh, I'm man. like, oh my God, did I take commerce? How have I got to live? Seriously, I had that kind of dreams. But guess what? I ended up taking me You know, this is all... See, when IT came into India, right, that was a big, big revolution. Till then, most of the jobs were like government jobs. You go from nine to five, you have a, you know, medium lifestyle. You get paid also not that great, but still people used to manage their lives. It's all about the pension. (laughs) Exactly. But what happened when IT came? Many things came to India with IT. You know, plush offices, AC offices and all that stuff, coffee machines. Fancy cubicles. Yeah, going abroad, going to US, uh, making a lot of money. I mean, compared to other professions, IT used to pay you more, right? And you have nice cubicles and computers and all that stuff. So IT was considered to be one of the prestigious professions. Yeah, probably. That is one of the reasons that engineers were hyped up so much. This probably started during that same time period around 96, you know, onwards, 98 onwards. And all that happened... And I remember my, my, uh, the time when I was leaving school around 2004, engineering was the thing. If your son and son or daughter is not doing engineering or medicine, then what are they doing? They're frowned upon. I mean, what like, are you, what? You take, you've taken science, you've taken BSc. Oh man. You've taken arts. What are you going to do with your life? That was the kind of questions that we have faced. Even in schools, like after you past 10th grade it used to be like if you have over 80% you'll get science if you are below that you'll get commerce yes. and if you fail yeah you'll have to write again I don't understand what is this thing if you have 80% above you you are eligible for science yes. otherwise commerce why is commerce any less than science again this you can you believe there was a there is a whole industry which runs just on entrance coaching it's I, a it's a million dollar industry man there are institutes, especially I have gone for three years in one of them. Me too. Where they teach, where they train you to just clear entrance exams. And they mean they make a lot of money. Yes, they, they do they do train and some students do well. I mean many do well, provided you are interested. But then it is a training for a training for a entrance of a course. I mean, was that right? Uh, I think you also messed up. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, that's okay. We'll, First we'll podcast, this happens. We'll see. You know, this happens. That's see. okay. Uh, one thing I want to add. Uh, I think uh, being in the science stream, the worst thing was to go to that entrance coaching. Man, Spending hard. four hours. I, I I took the Sunday best, thankfully. <laughs> but even that was pathetic. We used to sit in the back bench and we used to sleep. But if someone sees us. You know what happened. It was very strict, even much, much stricter than any schools. So you went on Sundays. I went every single day. Imagine from 9 to 3.30, I'm in school. 
I finished my studies, everything. I'm tired. I have to go back to go, travel around 15 kilometers to the town. Go there, attend these classes from 4, 4.30 to 6.15 or something. By the end of all this, you're just so tired. And in, in a classroom, you have around 100, 110 students. 110. Imagine the amount of carbon dioxide that is filling the room at the end of two hours. <laughs> I You feel all dazed and confused. <laughs> I know what you did there. <laughs> did you watch the movie, by the way? I fell asleep through halfway. I can't believe it, but seriously. Anyway, I, I'll watch it this weekend, probably. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that is, the, that is the thing, right? I mean, there is so much of hype around getting a proper education, getting a certificate, degree, graduation, post-graduation. But in my opinion, from what I've seen in the few years that I've been alive, all these things don't matter that much, provided you have skill and you have the drive and you have the perseverance to follow something that you love make it your profession and make money out of it so many people are really good at arts they sing they dance and they make more money than any of the IT professionals right what if John Mayer was a IT guy man <laughs> we would have we would have not had such a good you know, so much of good music. My life would have been a mess. Yes. <laughs> I can I can guarantee that. But but one thing is that uh, even he faced a lot of issues in school. Mm-hmm. You know, his parents were educators. I think his dad was a principal a teacher? or something. I don't okay. know. Dad or mom. And uh, because he spent so much time with the guitar, uh, they sent him to a therapist and all that. And he... Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Because he likes to play guitar? Because he, he he was not interested in other things like studies and all that. And he used to carry, uh, I think, antidepressant something with him till the age of 28 or something. Oh, my. That's what I've heard. I'm not sure about it, but that's the story I've heard. Yeah, this is the thing, right? See, but ultimately what happened... He is living a life that he wants, doing what he loves. Most of us, maybe the biggest percentage of us, are living lives which we probably are not very happy with because we are not doing the thing that we really want to do. I have heard a lot of us, a lot of my friends say, even I do that because see, I am working for... I like being in IT, not that I'm complaining about but I also like some amount of flexibility to do some other stuff. Like this podcasting, which we started now. It's a side project. Yes. Why? Because I wanted something outside of IT, which which I'll find interesting. So I have heard many of my friends say that, hey man, I you know what? It pays well, but that is not what I want to do. If given a chance, I'll go to Hawaii, you know, sit on the beach and do some stuff. You know, the thing is, I think uh, it's because... Everyone has this dream of uh, getting good degrees, uh, good percentage and getting into a job which pays well and going abroad and all that. That's the basic, that's the basic dream of everyone in this, in this generation. But where did it arise, that dream? It happened in school, I guess, because they had, they, they were curious, they had their own passion Everything was there. They had the drive, but it was killed in school. And it was injected in their bloodstream that uh, the thing you have to do is grow up, graduate, get a job, good salary, family, home, and then go abroad. That's that's the thing. And repeat the cycle yeah, with your yeah. And th- that's what 
that's what is taught in school like that's life for them yeah another excellent point that uh, ken robinson sir ken robinson makes in his uh, uh, talk is that every student in the school is being taught to become a professor that is what the expectation of a school is they are teaching you science maths bio, whatever biology chemistry physics you have to be masters in all these who are the people who are masters in these subjects professors right yes. so you are basically trying to mold a kid into being a professor who knows everything about all these science, science and stuff but that is not the world, what they want the food they might and another major flaw that i've seen is the way they evaluate students everybody is given the same test same stuff to study some kid might be really good at remembering words and books and questions and answers another kid might not be so giving them a test to just check their memory how well they can reproduce it is probably not a good way of evaluating there might be two kids one is good at remembering stuff he might give a good exam another kid who is really good at singing and playing guitar can you say that the guitarist guy is not good better than the other guy just based on some test that you write in your classes no you can't and yeah they follow a standardized framework that's what he is trying to say right exactly it's like fast foods fast food restaurant right you have a standard menu you go for kfc eight piece bucket you want a zinger meal you'll get one burger with some couple of pieces of chicken and one drink but that's not what they want you want something like probably subway yeah where you have choice to choose between your breads and, and kind of mayonnaise you want the pickle there's that the filling that's what you want you have to give customized education to a kid when they are small enough mold them into what they are if you find something that is good in them mold them in a way that that becomes much better and they can make a profession out of it if a kid is an artist let him be an artist yeah i have a great example when it comes to that what uh, artist yeah artist exactly so there was a there was this kid okay mm-hmm. i think he yeah of course he was born in the 19th century okay. and all he wanted to do was paint he wanted to be an artist but uh, his dad a stubborn man was not interested and he said sent him to school college and he made him do made him take up some other degree mm-hmm. so uh, guess what happened uh, he took the course he graduated then he became a professor probably but he ended up creating the greatest conflict the world has ever seen Don't tell me he started World War Two. Yes. <laughs> Who are you talking about, man? I'm talking about Charlie Chaplin. How many clues do you want? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> man, they should have just let him be an artist. Seriously, man. So, parents, just a heads up: if your kid wants to be an artist, let him be, or he's gonna create some, you know, big problem in future. Please. maybe small scale but sometimes it reaches the heights yeah so be careful if he wants to be an artist just let him be so exactly now how education system not being not able to support your aspirations of becoming whatever you want let's say i want to be a guitarist or i want to be a programmer i want to be a historian yeah i always wanted to be you know 
I was so I, maybe probably I was the only guy in school who was sad that we didn't have history in eleventh grade. <laughs> right. I mean, many people make good living with all these kind of subjects like geog, geology, history, and all, which which yeah. sound boring actually, but no, it might not just not be. So what what I was coming up coming to is that educational system is not supporting it. Accept it; it's a fact. But still, if someone has to come up and do this in their life, see, I want to be this. How do I do it? Because we need more schools like the one in Accepted, South Harman Institute of Technology. I love that movie. <laughs> Actually, see, it all sees seems little rubbish, but to me, I feel that there is a good message in that yeah. movie. It shouldn't be exactly like that because that won't work at all. No, it won't. It yeah, is. It is. It is a little bit dramatized and all that. It's a movie at yeah. the end of the day. It's not a real life uh, stuff. The reason I like that movie is because it clearly shows the big problem in our society. If you look at it, there are certain kids who come, and each of them has different things that they want to do. One wants to just mentally break a pineapple. The other guy <laughs> wants to be a wood carver and all that stuff. I mean. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a comedy movie, but then, still, there are so many people around us who wanted to do many things. And at the end scene, if you remember, uh, one of the judges or who then credits. It's the Harmon College uh, principal. Yeah, Harmon College principal. No, the guy who sits in the jury. Who oh is, yes, yes, yeah. The guy who wanted to play yeah. trombone. Yeah. So he okay, comes okay, and okay, says yeah. that Mistake. he wanted Mistake. to play trombone when he was a. You know, he was uh, he was in just, he was in school or college, so everybody had that aspiration. But as you move on, somewhere it gets killed, and you take up some other profession, and you know, life just happens. You know, uh, probably the issue is uh, issue lies in school only. You know, we are not given proper counseling when it comes to what we want to choose in the future. Right. Uh, what we want to choose as a career, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, see. Uh, the counseling we are given is like, hey, listen, this is the thing. You know, you either have uh, science or commerce and then you take this thing, you become an engineer or you become a doctor or then you become an accountant or an auditor or uh, HR or something like that. They they are not trying to get into our mind and uh, see what we are good at and uh, exploit that creativity and uh, help us lead a life where we are doing following our passion that's a problem probably we are not given proper counseling when when we are in school yeah that is a point but now that we have outlined all of the problems let's see if you know is there a way to way for the at least the next generation to come out of this along with going you know now dropping out of school is not an option at times mm-hmm. right not all kids not can all afford all to all drop all. off from school and start something and become successful what can they do so that along with their passion they also follow this education and all that stuff but they kind of end up where they want to be i think what can be done is say if you are passionate about let's say playing guitar it always comes to my mind okay your school doesn't have any courses which is music centric what do you do in that case which is relevant right yeah no, so what do you do you find some place where you can learn it mm-hmm. and these days it's really not that difficult you have internet yeah. most of the things can be learned through youtube although having a real teacher would help them you know help much better than that but then 
find time and invest it outside of your school same goes for anything even i can talk about programming as well so if you are in school and you are interested in becoming a software engineer don't wait till you complete your degree you're not going to be any different from what you are right now in terms of experience and uh, knowing how to write code the quality right exactly quality. so when you are in school just go ahead and make small stuff learn programming languages and make do some side projects so by the time you complete your degree you are really good at all this stuff and when you are being hired by a company they'll find that you actually know stuff instead of just knowing the theory of computer science so basically go blow some stuff up yes try things out and don't worry about making mistakes yeah but coming to this point i also want to mention this i had been to a party couple of uh, i mean last week one friend's birthday party i met one of her friends there when i was discussing this with her about educational system and all that she told me about a school which is in kerala which is our home kerala yeah which is which is where we are from it's a it's a school called pallikodam pallikodam literally means school in malayalam language which is the language in kerala um and this place is in kottayam it was started by you have heard of arundhati roy right the famous of course, writer of course it was started by her mom so looks like they encourage a lot of these extracurricular activities kind of stuff i mean it's not it's not all just science and social studies and all that stuff they also encourage you to get you know participate in other stuff and hone your skills whether it be music or you want to be a speaker or whatever it is i probably someday we can you know go down there and do some research but as of now this is what i heard so there are places like that as well that sounds so cool man like if we had that kind of place to appreciate our uh, creativity and all that i think i would have we would have ended up in some other place right yes i would have definitely prob- not become a program manager <laughs> <laughs> i would have probably ended up being a writer but not here probably i don't know there is a lot of things that hold us back now we think it is too late probably it isn't yeah. what school has screwed probably can be fixed as well because in time everything heals right <laughs> not everything <laughs> anyway hmm. yeah so basically that's it that's how our education is if you want to do something you have to possibly do it on your own yes say up yours and do it That is the end of today's show and I hope that you all liked it. If you did, please do give us good rating on iTunes and we will be grateful to you. Links to all our social media in our show notes and also the comments on how did you feel about the show on our website writerandgeek.com. See you the next time. Bye.